0: Welcome to the 12th Man Rising Podcast, part of the Fan Sided Podcast Network. Here's your hosts, Lee Vowell and Todd Vandenberg.
1: So nervous starting the recording.
2: So nervous, so nervous. Is this a show where we're going to do in voices like you're going to do Johnny Cash and I'm going to do Edgar Allan Poe?
1: That's how I normally talk. What are you talking Mm. about? I know I was talking differently. What what did the Edgar Allan Poe sound like? Is I there, don't
2: know. What do you picture? I
1: don't think that's correct. <laughs> I,
2: don't, I don't think that's correct. I picture he didn't sound like John Cusack though. That movie still irritates me, you know. John Cusack. Oh, I
1: forgot about that. But I don't think John Cusack's bad in the film. No, no, I don't no. Think it's,
2: yeah, I it's, don't know why
1: you have so much John Cusack hate.
2: I love John Cusack, but it's like if there's any but, one like person it. in history that he probably should not be play- probably would be better as Joan of Arc than hmm. i mean Ed Graham. Joan of
1: arc is that the guy Yeah. Is that the guy that was in uh
2: Joan of arc yeah
1: playbill what's that thing with Brad Pitt playbill yes
2: playbill Playball,
1: ball. Money play ball. Ball. moneyball moneyball that, ball. Moneybill. Yeah. money bill money
2: bill money bill story Moneybill. of steve and Sondheim. and it took a took place on a train into the woods um <laughs> no one's if anybody That's was listening it's pretty cool Took place on to
1: a train to into the woods. That's pretty <laughs> scary.
2: Oh yeah, there's a werewolf movie about that. And literally, I mean, they're, they're on the Our train, woo-hoo. and it stops in the woods, and they go yes, and it <laughs> is, and they all went out for a pina colada later. Um, yeah, if anybody was listening, they would already given up. I, actually, they probably gave up years ago. What am I
1: talking well, about? Last time we started with Seahawks talk, which nobody wants. Um,
2: <laughs> not, not these days. <laughs>
1: no, nobody wants. So I, I was. Let me ask you this. Um. You like cheese, right? Cheese is good.
2: I love cheese. Cheese is okay. good.
1: Good. We got that out of the way. So let me ask you this. Um, I was talking with the Chiefs show on Fan Side Arrowhead Addict earlier.
2: Yes, um, at
1: some point fanfare. in my life. And they they said, "What's the difference?" <clears throat> and feel free to correct me if I am wrong. And I mean that sincerely. Okay. But they said, "What's the difference between that six and three start?" for the Seahawks and where they are now, seven and seven about to be seven and eight, most likely or seven and 10 most likely. And I said, the difference is the interior run defense. It's the run defense. The secondary has not been bad. Gino has turned it over more, but he's also had fewer times for the offense to have the ball because of the run defense, allowing time of possession. The run. The run offense has not been there, but, They've still scored points. To me, the biggest difference between six and three and seven and seven, it sounds weird to say, but um, is the run defense. Am I wrong?
2: I would say you're 94.2% right.
1: And Jason yeah. Myers keeps making those damn field goals. If he just miss one every once in a while. <laughs>
2: you remember when there was controversy about whether they should keep Jason Myers because he had an off year? And it was like, eh, it was one year. And and we didn't really talk about that much because there were bigger concerns. Obviously, when you're moving on from two Hall of Fame players, there are bigger yeah. concerns, right?
1: Or Michael but, Myers when he was the quarterback, and it was like you got to stick that ball right in him. Got to stick it right.
2: And he and he, would. he um, would. But then at the end, he never would come through because yep. Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis would always pop up and stop him. She would be. That's the strong safety we need, Jamie Lee Curtis.
1: Yeah. And um, and Myers was the second coming of Barkowski. I think we can all agree with that. <laughs>
2: Certainly. Uh, speaking of Atlanta Falcons quarterbacks, is, is is Ryan, and now he's, of course, he's with the Colts and wishes he wasn't. Is he cursed? Is he cursed?
1: Ryan from The Office?
2: Yeah, Ryan, Ryan from The Office is definitely cursed. Yeah, a
1: little bit. You know, he went to school with uh, Krasinski, right? B.J. Yeah. Novak and John Krasinski went yeah. to high school together.
2: True. Quite true. What the hell
1: are we talking about?
2: What I, are we I, talking about? Not the Seahawks. Yeah, I totally agree. It's the run day. De- I mean, they stopped Saquon Barkley, which is not an easy task, basically. Which
1: right? I mentioned. I mentioned to the Chiefs yeah. guy, and I was like, it seems like a thousand years ago. And, and Barkley hasn't really done that much. I mean, he got scared of the Seahawks defense and hasn't done much since then.
2: It, it's, it's really odd because they've given up a ton oh. of yards to virtually anybody who was coming at them. I want, it doesn't make any difference, you know. That'll if,
1: be used on some kind of some kind of outtake. I mean, they've had they've had
2: two guys no one's ever heard of, even on their own team basically, and they're running up the yards yards on the Seahawks. It's just bizarre, absolutely bizarre. They didn't do that bad a job overall in their last game, except for of course the last play when they gave up 56 yards uh, on one play up to that point they weren't doing well against the run but they hadn't given up 200 yards at that point and then well they
1: they had that one long run on the Travis Homer fumble
2: <laughs> mm. and I feel bad for Travis Homer because I
1: I do too I a like lot him. of people
2: have, have exactly a lot of point that people have pointed that out and I pointed it out in an article about oh you know some of the bad plays that some of the mishaps that hurt the team. There's no way to say that didn't hurt.
1: You had 13 straight years of Travis Homer's mistakes. I didn't even know that was a thing. You went back (laughs) to middle school. I felt bad for the guy.
2: His first fumble, his his first fumble. And, and it was a good play. It wasn't like he was not out there carrying it. Like I would carry it. Like I'm going to dance off to the party. You
1: say that, but I heard Michael Bumpus on Seattle sports, which used to be 710 ESPN Seattle. Right. Right. And and I agree with you, because when I saw the play, I was thinking he didn't look like he was just carrying the ball like DK Metcalf. But when Michael <laughs> Bumpus was Michael Bumpus was talking about the play, he was like, oh, I was watching it live. And Bumpus used to play football Yeah, and, and he played in college and had a cup of coffee in the NFL and, and with the Dodgers. Who knew? Um, so it's a couple of coffees, more of a major league baseball thing, I think, than football anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, but he was talking about when I saw the play live, I was like, man, that's a great run, but you got to put the ball away. Just don't fumble, put the ball away. So he was seeing th- something that I wasn't, which completely makes sense because he's actually a football player and I'm just somebody who's drinking a beer saying, Oh, I guess that was a good block by that number 16 who broke his finger on it. But <laughs> something he saw thought made it seemed to him like oh he's gonna he could fumble this ball if he doesn't put it away i didn't see this the thing happening i, I thought oh okay he's gonna get hit and he got hit hard but he was carrying i guess he was carrying the ball in a way that novices like you and i didn't notice where it was easy to knock out and that's exactly what happened the that the last two minutes of the first half and the first minute those three minutes of the second half those three minutes completely changed the game three minutes changed that football game
2: but not many other people saw that play that way. I mean, he and it wasn't one person who hit him. He got hit and then got hit on the opposite side.
1: By the same guy. It was a phenomenal tackle. <laughs>
2: almost instantaneously. So, you know, I don't really blame him for the fun. You've got to hold on to the ball, clearly. Yeah, right. But it was much more a good play rather than him just playing fast and loose, with, as we've seen with a lot of fumbles.
1: Or Reynolds. Oh, I thought you were going <laughs> in a different
2: direction. So <laughs> So I don't blame him at all for it, but he is the guy who had the ball.
1: That reminds me. Let me ask you this. Danny DeVito's character in One Flew Over a Cuckoo's Nest. Mm -hmm. Is he? I I can't remember what character he is. Obviously, he's Danny DeVito, but is he what role is he in that film?
2: He's he's the strange guy. Gotcha. (laughs) I can't remember the character's name, but. He was
1: uh, it's an Italian name, right? Marconi Mancini, something right? like that, not it
2: Mancini? Yeah, I think it's Mancini. Mancini Mancini. I think it is Mancini as a matter of fact. Henry Mancini. Henry
1: Nobody,
2: Mancini. He, he wrote the score for the film. Nobody knew hey.
1: that. It was all filled with like people didn't notice the character's name, but there was like a Kierkegaard and a Mancini and a Beethoven. It's really weird. Kierkegaard. <laughs> <laughs> he was the solemn guy in the in the corner. Nobody ever you know he was just like, I'm over here.
2: He's one of the founder of ABBA, wasn't he? I'm
1: very melancholy. Yeah, yeah, I believe that's all those Scandinavians stick together. Yeah, just like the answer. Italians.
2: Of course.
1: Uh, that almost sounds racist, but I actually don't mean that. I mean, they do stick together. What's wrong with sticking together?
2: It's, you know, as several people have said on our site, 12thManRising.com,
1: about the Italians?
2: And everywhere. About the Italians, yeah. That, that the score of the game was not, didn't really indicate. How yes, it
1: was not indicative of how now, how the game went. Yes.
2: Yeah, it was much closer because it, and again they
1: much closer, they, or they, much not close. I didn't think it was it was close score, final the score. score.
2: Yeah, oh. the score was much closer than than than, than the game because again the, it seemed like they passed up a couple of champ uh, opportunities to pick up first downs and, and said just punted when we didn't show much evidence of being able to stop the run.
1: It was like uh, that guy from One Fool Over Cuckoo's Nest running out the window. It was like the interior defensive line was glass for most of the... Yeah.
2: Chief. Ch- chief, chief. Chief.
1: Chief. Chief. Oh, that chief hurts because they actually play the Chiefs.
2: Yeah, they Saturday. do play the Chiefs. And the, the Chiefs are definitely going to run on... run. Yeah, no, the Chiefs are not going to have to run, but they're going to throw like crazy. And I
1: hope because the Seahawks might be okay against the pass. We just don't no. know that. I mean, over the middle, but... Yeah, it's, it's the hard to tell.
2: Pass, Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to tell what's going to happen, unfortunately. I don't know.
1: I mean, it's not like Russell Wilson's backup is running the Chiefs offense. Then you'd have something to be scared of.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I bet Russ is so happy about that, right? He's a team first well, guy. Well, the Cardinals
1: had three cornerbacks out. Well, they still, the guy was 21 and 26. I'm just saying.
2: Yeah, that was, uh, how bizarre. How dare Hurts the backup come Hallis. in and play well. Yeah, exactly. That's what's That's what's upsetting about it, actually hurt the Seahawks, that they finally managed to win a game without their quarter of a billion-dollar quarterback. Go figure.
1: <laughs> not yet to be paid. Still paying on what he, his contract was before.
2: Right, yeah.
1: The Chiefs guy, I was talking, Matt Connor of the Arrowhead Addict, who's phenomenal. He Hi, Matt. he actually uh, was mentioning – well, he's he's not with me. That would be weird. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, he was mentioning how, you know, they were uh, – Russell Wilson joining the Broncos is giving them Christmas gifts for years to come. Indeed. Yeah.
2: Absolutely, it is one of the best possible possible outcomes ever. Got rid of all that that money, and then on top of that, got hopefully some really good players out of it in the future. Well, we I got hope, one already, yeah.
1: so um, we'll see. The the draft pick though is since the Broncos won and the Bears lost, which they should have. I mean, yeah, the Bears have it, as we mentioned last show. Bears have an atrocious schedule for anybody. I don't care who you are. Yeah. I mean, if it was the Chiefs playing the, re- the rest of their Bears schedule, it'd be like, Ugh. um, it's not like they're down 33 to nothing. But um, <laughs> that was weird. Poor Matt Ryan. So, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I since now, now the Seahawks are, they have the third pick, but they could easily, I mean, if, again, if the backup keeps playing, they could win the rest of their games, and they could actually finish. The Seahawks could finish with the ninth pick overall, eighth or ninth pick overall, which changes a lot of things. I mean, then it's like it should be terrible. I mean, you could still draft a good defensive player, but you're not going to draft Will Anderson, obviously. Right. That at right. that, so then it's like you probably won't even have Stroud or or Bryce Young. So then it's like, what do you what do you do, center? I mean, you know, that's a joke, but they do need a center. <laughs> it's just kind of interesting. I mean, hopefully the yeah. Broncos Broncos lose their last because they won't play a team as bad as the Cardinals. But the Rams didn't look
2: very good
1: um, this past week, and then they have the Chargers and the Chiefs. So,
2: yeah, hopefully, that's at least two losses, right? So,
1: unless the Bron- unless the backup plays for Denver and then they're three and zero.
2: Yeah, and then. Russell will just sit on the bench next year. <laughs> uh, that'll never happen. Number I don't know. M.
1: Some some team will some team will pick. We're joking. Russ is stuck with the Broncos, but
2: yeah. But the Chargers, the Chargers should beat him, and the Chiefs hopefully. should and the Chiefs should beat him.
1: I say hopefully for the draft pick. That's I want them to lose their last. Yeah,
2: exactly, exactly. It's all about the draft pick, of course. That's all it is.
1: The Texans could. I don't know. Well. They're not gonna catch the Broncos, but the Texans you gotta give it to them. They've got some fight in them.
2: They've actually, I mean, they've got they've one actually loss. tried for the past Yeah past two games, which is shock game.
1: Barely Absolutely lost shocking. to the Cowboys, right? Yep. Right? And then they yeah, beat yeah. who they beat? They beat somebody.
2: Cowboys had to come back and win with seconds to go, well minutes to go, basically, right? So pretty yeah. crazy.
1: And then uh and then the Texans beat somebody. Then they beat? No, they lost again.
2: No, they lost again. Am wrong? Okay. But it was, but that was the Chiefs. The Chiefs only beat him by five points. So.
1: That's right. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah and you know, since pretty much anyone who's playing the Texans, I'm sure that's what happened to the Cowboys. It's like, oh, yeah, it's the Texans. Who cares? You know, so they're it's just, just like the be, you know, Seahawks like an aren't playing the Texans. The
1: Texans would run for two hundred yards, and I'm not even joking.
2: Probably would. Yeah, that is definitely the problem by far the biggest problem is uh, like you said, it's an issue that they can't run the ball that well. Cause they're not opening up holes. I mean, once they have a really good back back there, that helps obviously as yeah. we saw And Walker
1: wasn't bad. He just didn't get the ball period. Yeah.
2: yeah. Again, here we are back to the whole thing is like Pete runs the ball too much. It's like, when <laughs> show he me ain't where calling I...
1: the plays. If he was, maybe they'd run the ball too much, yeah. but that's not his job. He trusts his offensive coordinator. who has been very good. For most of the year,
2: he has been.
1: If you had Shane Waldron in Denver, then the Broncos would, the Seahawks draft pick would be about 20.
2: Probably. Probably. I mean, who who expected the strength of this team to be the offense? Not many. KJ
1: Wright probably. KJ Wright.
2: KJ right, probably because KJ Wright's smart. Uh, I was actually just thinking about KJ today. It's like because we were talking pre-pro. high Ted about. Man, wouldn't it be nice if we could? If uh, when you said this was this is a Doug Baldwin game coming up, right? Which would be <laughs> awesome. And I said, yeah, what he could only have Cam. And then later said, you know, might as well throw a third win in Cortez Kennedy. How different would this team be just with those three players?
1: Well, I mean, Baldwin would take the place of Lockett, who's out. Tyler Lockett, who's out with a broken finger and may right. be out the rest of the season. It'll be interesting to see what DK does with so much. Well. This is what I think the Seahawks should do, which means if they do it, they'll lose 40 to nothing. But this is what I think they should do. I think they should play DK as DK. DK needs to be a lot more creative in what he does and find ways to get open in different ways because he has a size and a speed. If Lockett had DK's size and speed, Lockett would have 150 catches in a season, just saying. No, easy. Yeah, but I think what they need to do is move Noah Fant. More to a you know, wide receiver position and use him that way. Um, not he's not Lockett obviously, and I think no. Goodwin needs to play great. But and yeah. this is the rest of the season, not just against the Chiefs. Right, right. That's what I would do if I was the, if I were the Seahawks, because otherwise it's like you got Metcalf, you got Goodwin, who's made some great catches, but he's yeah, nobody's yeah. scared of him, and and he's right. certainly not Tyler Lockett because fewer receivers are. Right. But I don't know what you would do. Wide receiver three has been an issue all season long, and and Goodwin has been good at times, but then you lose to Lockett, and it's like, okay, yeah. what are you gonna do for a team that can't really run?
2: Well, it's what ESPN analytics said that Lockett is uh it's graded the best wide receiver, and of course, so now of course we ever, but, but <laughs> well for this season, and we've said that for a. a a couple You said now. that for
1: years, right? Yeah. I think we've been running this site for, I think it'll be seven years, six years, is that right? Six or seven years at the beginning of next year. I think probably for the last five of that, we've said, if you got to throw a pass, throw it to lock it. Yeah. If it has to be caught.
2: Yeah, and that's the thing. Like you said, is like he'd catch 150. That would be on like 170 targets, too.
1: Yeah, rightfully <laughs> so. It <laughs> was know? weird that he, when he broke his finger, wasn't it? It was like right. he didn't. It'll really look like he broke his finger.
2: Mm-hmm. Bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. This is what, his only the second time he's missed a game for injury.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah, somebody, somebody amazing. calling in. I actually want to get into this real fast. Uh, somebody called into Seattle sports. To talk about Lockett. That's weird. Well, yeah. um, And they were talking about oh Lockett gets hurt too much. And they were like, you know, he missed. What? He missed <laughs> one game a few years ago. He broke his leg in the last game.
2: <sighs> oh my god. Yeah. why, yeah, why do why do people like that exist? He gets hurt too much. It's well, this, like you know what? Yeah. He did get hurt he gets hurt less often than you think, mm-hmm. clearly. It's like what a moron. He gets hurt too much. Yeah. Second time in his career. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. he gets hurt way too much.
1: He's Jamal Adams of receivers. But um <laughs> post post uh post Thursday <sighs> game, there were several things I saw just posted on on social media one was uh, a reaction this is all on facebook somebody named uh hunter i won't give the rest of his name because he doesn't deserve the credit so I, if pete yeah oh yeah right davis <laughs> is his last name so um hunter davis <clears throat> if pete carroll gets fired which i doubt it then i'm not making this up this is i'm just gonna re- read him. if pete carroll gets fired which i doubt then matt hasselbeck should become our next head coach, exclamation point. Remember when, he, remember when he played for the Seahawks and we went to the Super Bowl, all one word, lowercase, with him as our quarterback? Having him as our next coach would be a good idea. And then somebody rightfully responded, Hasselbeck's never coached in his life. So that's one. And again, you can be fans. And there's another one uh, from posted by this guy named Vince. Vince the Molling. Anyway, said, this team is, again, this is on Friday, for a 7-7 seven and seven team right. that people expected 5 or 6 wins for to start right. the season. This team is, capital letters, pathetic. Why would anyone get their, T-H-E-R-E, hopes up for this team anymore? Terrible. I don't want to hear any excuses. Um. They're oh, not I pathetic.
2: I wonder how they are at their <laughs> job. Like, that's... Yeah, I mean, if they had one win like the Texans, that's not too dime good. Yeah. They're, I mean they're, they've equaled they've equaled last year's win total already with 3 to go. <clears throat> and this is like the eighth time we've said this in the past two shows, third time this time. This is after moving on from two Hall of Fame players. Yep. What the hell do you want? They have two starting rookie tackles.
1: They're they a rookie running back, a rookie corner, two rookie cornerbacks, two
2: rookie corners. They lost their starting strong safety. How many? Like in the first quarter of the first game, right? What exactly they ha- they do have, you expected this team?
1: Ex- they have Austin Blythe. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's, I mean, it's <coughs> the th- the problem is they set themselves up, right? They set right. themselves up by being six and three, and I it's exactly. like, oh my gosh, it's like, okay, sorry. Here's here's one last one. Um, this is uh guy named carlos i hope and there's a picture of drew lock says i hope to see him meaning lock as a starter from week 16 pete always looking to the past and never to the future what the hell does that even mean a picture of drew lock <laughs> is drew yeah, Locke because, the future?
2: yeah because because the guy who is leading the league in completion percentage and he's what fifth and touchdowns he's third and passer rating yeah he's the problem absolutely i really don't understand how these people i as i've said before it's like it's a good thing that breathing is an autonomous system because they would forget to breathe (laughs) i swear to god they're so stupid really the quarterback is the problem right they've how many times have they given up 200 yards rushing four times five times
1: it's because Gino's playing DT. He doesn't deserve to be on that the field. That must be it.
2: Gino is the nose tackle. That must be the problem, <laughs> and that would be a problem.
1: <laughs> yeah, I,
2: I... I just don't I, understand.
1: I, I agree. I just don't... It's like... It's easy, easy and natural, and you're right as a fan, to overreact. But to be illogical is yeah. different. You can yeah. say, man, this team, man, the last... Five weeks, they've sucked and they need to blah, blah, blah. But to say (laughs) Drew Locke needs to be the starter and this team is (laughs) pathetic. This this team, if this team were pathetic, I'm sorry, they would have not come close in that Panthers game, which they should have won, but they wouldn't have come close. They wouldn't have come. They wouldn't have continued to fight against the 49ers. They would have got blasted down 21 to six. Was the score as close as the final? No, but this team, the defense didn't give up any points. After that a early score in the third quarter, right? Right. The offense kept trying, and they got better as the game went on. And we knew the 49ers were going to be a tough matchup because they're phenomenal off defensively for any team. I don't care who you are. Right. Exactly. And for, and for this team to be down, not run the ball, just have Geno and, and the receivers and Lockett to break his finger. Right. They scored that touchdown without Lockett. And Gino was like, okay, whoever's open, I'm going to you. Maybe you can say, oh, the 49ers let up. They didn't let up. They just found a different way. They could have done it the whole game, but Seahawks aren't as talented as the 49ers. Right, but they keep exactly. fighting, and that's, that's, a, that's why Pete Carroll is a good coach. His teams don't quit, period. No. No, this they team don't. doesn't have the talent to keep up next year, maybe, 2024, maybe. But this team, raw talent that they have because of so many rookies this team shouldn't be seven and seven it should be four and ten
2: and and, and you hit on it exactly it's like the problem is for the perception is they got to six and three and that's what screwed up the perception because everyone thought was like oh my god they're doing great it's like we thought that too right it's like I, i don't think either one of us i certainly didn't think wasn't sitting here waiting for the bubble to burst i thought okay they're legit you know maybe they'll win 10 games and technically they still can and they've got a good shot at winning nine. I honestly think they have a good I shot hope. at winning nine.
1: I think they'll but be seven they and ten. I'm just a we'll pessimist by nature, obviously, as you know,
2: as when I know, it comes to the Seahawks. When it comes to the Seahawks, because you have that thing that you never pick for them. and Because the two times that you've picked for them to win, they lost. Those two well,
1: games. I picked them to go 0-16 in 2013. So.
2: <laughs> and look what happened.
1: Yes. gonna sucks. They gave up a first down.
2: Sucks. <laughs> totally sucks.
1: It was funny because... Uh, sorry to interrupt but kj Wright. thankfully he always has a show on seattle sports yeah. and he did one he does a show from 11 a.m eastern time to 12 p.m um eastern time on wednesdays well mike sock missed he was on vacation so he missed all of friday i haven't heard this week at all but kj and brock huer did the whole oh, nice. three or four hour show on friday i was like this is awesome
2: really? but um
1: Richard Sherman, I don't know if you heard this, Richard Sherman was actually a guest.
2: Yes, I heard about this.
1: Um, <laughs> so I listened to it, and, and Sherman has, you know, he has his right to say what he says. Yes. I do hear Mike Salk every day, almost, and he, he's a radio host, so he does say stuff that maybe.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.
1: is like, eh, he's just saying it because there's listeners. I mean, he doesn't mean it disingenuously. He's just saying stuff because he talks literally for hours every day. I could not do that. Right. I mean, we have this podcast, but every day for four hours, you run out of stuff to talk about. You're going to miss talk.
2: We'd be talking about John Krasinski.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, well that would
2: be a good we, thing. We, we do that in like in, yes. in two minutes, ja- but anyway. Jack Ryan.
1: It's coming out isn't it? soon. Yeah, new yeah it's coming out soon, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, but... Um, well, that's a great show. But no, he so, so Sherman was talking about, yeah, we're, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to answer your questions, basically, with Mike right. talk. And, right. and I think they knew that was coming. But the, it was what it was. It wasn't like ever like a yelling match or anything like that. Any right, close right. To that. What I did like was how Brock Heward, um, without being argumentative or anything, Richard Sherman's, he he said, I came on the show because um, KJ's my boy. We right. had a, a bond. We were part of the greatest, you know, for years and years. We were part of the greatest defense in Seahawks history, maybe the greatest uh, defense of all time. And then this is way off subject. I don't even know how we get on this. I'll get to my point in a second. But anyway, Brock, when it got to after they did all that and Sherman was like, I'm leaving because I don't want to answer this guy's questions. Right. And Sock did say, well, my name's on the show. That's kind of a dickish move, to be honest. It's like, who cares? Yeah, but I don't have that ego. Yeah, your name's on the show, but who cares? My, you know, Twelfth Man Rising, Todd and Lee. If we have a Richard Sherman on the show and he's like, "I'm only talking to Todd," you know what I'm gonna be? I'm gonna be like, "Okay, cool. I'll just shut up. I don't care.
2: I don't oh, care." Oh, I would shut up too. It's like we'll just make it the All Richard right, Sherman talk. show. Yeah, exactly. Maybe like 1,000 more listener, 1,000 yeah. times as many listeners, which would still only be like 1,000, but still.
1: <laughs> True. But my the point is my ego's not involved. Like right. I I don't care. I just want it to be good. I don't care. My name doesn't have to be involved. Keep my name out of your mouth, right? So, um, but Brock said, you know, you know.
2: Rich, gonna, are, Richard, you saying, are you saying you're going to slap Richard Sherman? Is no, that no, no, no. That, wouldn't, that, uh, would,
1: that would no. feel like, a, no. like a, nothing to him. But, um, you know, Brock said, hey, Richard, you know, you mentioned you and KJ being, being having a bond because you did some. He's like, well, I've had this bond with my sock for Thirteen right. years now, um and it's like you know. So, just I, you know, you can do what you want, but just know you don't have to disrespect. And, and Sherman was like, "Yeah, I respect that, but I don't like blah blah blah." And I really thought that was really cool of Brock because he, he could have just been like nothing, but instead he was like, "You know what? Hold right. on a minute."
2: Yeah, I, I really liked the way he handled it because he didn't go off the handle either and make it bigger than it was. It was just like, "Okay, that's how you feel, but." this is how I feel. And yeah. they just had, they just discussed it like adults amazingly how that can happen. Right. Well, and I, I, and I, and I don't and, think
1: anybody's ever called Brock. you a jerk. Oh, I, I, I know I've said this story probably on Nikki X happy hour years ago, but when I was, I, I knew Brock a little bit, um, when I lived in Seattle and I think I've told you that surely, but he would come in. His wife was an athlete at, at, at Shirley? as well. She was a basket. Yeah, surely. Um, yeah, Leslie Nelson. Nobody knew it. that was his wife, but anyway, <laughs> she's passed on. I, I actually his wife hasn't, but has Leslie Nelson back? He's is, did he pass? Anyway, know. this is way off subject. But yes, Brock would come in. He was looking for uh, like a a protein, but pre workout kind of thing. Yeah. And um, he was like, hey, you got any suggestions? Like me, like I know crap I, I was the manager of the store, but this is a the professional athlete. You know, I mean, he's not DK Metcalf, but. He clearly has had a lot better info than I'm going to give him. But anyway, he listened. He listened to me. He bought actually what I suggested because based on other information I got, not because I use it myself. And then the next time he came in to the store, well, next two times, um, because we would always chat. But um, I think it was a couple more times lately. Eight times. Brock. Brock is he's he's a tall guy, but he's not overly muscular. Never has been. I mean, Aaron Rodgers right. same way, right? He's not like overly right. muscular. But I I I said, hey man, is that just happenstance is that pre-workout working for you Mm -hmm. and he would be like yeah can't you tell and he like he he um like (laughs) that's funny like uh, you know like he was trying to show his biceps which he doesn't really have that many of and i thought you know this is this is why i like brock Heward, because it's like yeah it's he knows his muscles aren't huge but it's like how many professional athletes would come in lawyer malloy used to come in all the time and he didn't really he was just like Oh, sure. Have I not told you that? Yeah, we used to have a bunch of Seahawks players, and this is when he played for the Seahawks. But he would come in, and he'd be like, yeah, okay, yeah. He was nice enough, but very deadpan, wouldn't interact at all. But Brock was just like, oh, it is what it is. Hey, look, can't you tell? No, I'm not huge. It was just very self-effacing. I thought that was phenomenal. Anyway, Aaron Rodgers. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) <laughs> what the hell? How did we even start talking? And,
2: about and Leslie Nielsen did pass away, by the way, twelve years ago. So my
1: apologies. Twelve years ago? Oh my gosh! Oh,
2: yeah, he was 117.
1: That's uh, hmm. <laughs> That's crazy.
2: <laughs> it would be crazy. Yes. So, yeah, the problem is not Gino Smith. And you're not oh, that's what we to talking future. about. You're like, not looking oh, to the future. We're not just
1: talking about Lee's past. By, so like, oh, by, we're talking about Seahawks.
2: By turning uh-huh. to Drew Locke in game 16, I was like, oh my God, why would you, why would you do that? The, the problem, the biggest problem, obviously, is like the run defense. And I do really wonder how much of an impact that the, the loss of Adams has had on that. Because, he, I mean, he wasn't Cam Chancellor, but... Originally, right, they were going, and and as you've said a few times, why they didn't go with Ryan Neal as the third safety, nobody knows, right? But originally, they were going to have Diggs and Adams, and they should have had Ryan Neal back there.
1: He's no Josh Jones.
2: He's no Josh Jones, which is the whole point. And how different would this team have been if they'd had those three guys? And it wasn't Neil at first, but it would have been Neil by, like, game three. And it really makes you wonder, sure, like, I think it probably, I think they would have picked up on that a little bit sooner because I think that threw them off completely trying to figure out, OK, how do we replace Adams? And now this changes our whole – the whole concept of, of the defense because we can't really run what we want to do. Anyway. I, I can't see that they would have been that bad. I mean, like I said, it's not the same as if they were plugging Cam Chancellor in, obviously, or Cortez Kennedy. But uh, hopefully, well, like you said, hopefully the Broncos uh, go back to their, their their standard, which is like if you want to talk about a team that's allegedly pathetic, I think that's a lot closer that's than Seahawks. Yeah, that's a mess. It's
1: like Cardinals-esque.
2: Yeah, which I pretty much call that last season and the season before that just because that's kind of and what ever they since do. cliff kingsbury got yeah. hired yeah exactly and they're
1: they're stu- i'm assuming murray if he tore his acl he's not coming back next yeah. year or at the beginning of next year
2: i felt i felt bad when uh, when they would show you know the coaching tree of, of mike leach and they they <laughs> throw cliff up there and it was like really <laughs>
1: are, are, I thought you were gonna say are Honoring
2: this guy or are you'd be smirching his reputation. It's like come I, on man, don't put that I up. thought
1: you were gonna say they were showing the coaching tree of Mike Leach and they had all these coaches and then they showed the coaching tree of Cliff Kingsbury and there were no branches.
2: There would be no branches, yeah. That would be like an Alabama family reunion. There are no branches. Um gotta throw that in there. Yeah, you know, we're 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 Tennessee guys, so we can't That's, we, we can't yeah, mess
1: that up. Well, sort, of, yeah.
2: It's easy. Well easy sort of, yes, exactly. Sort of, sort of, kind of, maybe not really, but whatever. Yeah. Is, is, you know, like the long-term future? No, of course not. But he should be next year's and year What, what is that.
1: long-term though? Is that like seven or eight years or are you talking like three or four?
2: Yeah, I'm talking like seven or eight years minimum long-term. Okay. It's like, and he could be, he could even be that.
1: 32, just turned 32.
2: <clears throat> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> you know, we don't know if he's going to like fall off a cliff like
1: off a cliff, certain, Kingsbury.
2: Off a cliff, Kingsbury. Like certain quarterbacks that play to the uh, east of Seattle now, because um, that dude fell off a cliff, Kingsbury. Hey, I had
1: no idea. And this is not a joke. You mentioned time because they're east of Seattle. I had no idea Buenos Aires was two hours ahead of Eastern Time. I didn't know that South America. I thought it jutted out. I didn't know it jutted out that much. Because the um, only reason I bring this, I it sounds weird. Like, what the hell? It's but just, they were, <laughs> it's well, because, just, uh, no, just, just bringing up, dead. why are you talking about Argentina? Because, you know, they won the World yeah. Cup, on the World which Cup. was
2: did.
1: a phenomenal final. So it was like, holy cow. But anyway, um, but they were, they had the parade today and they were showing it on the morning and had about this huge parade. And I was like, oh, it's like 730 Eastern. So it was 930 and the sun was up and I was like, that, I, surely they're on Eastern time because I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of like, hey, you know but I guess, that's, yeah, I guess it's just two hours ahead of Eastern time I don't even know what time zone that would be called that's,
2: that's earlier than the Maritimes, that's crazy Must be Buenos Aires times Yeah,
1: no, well maybe Yeah The Pope would know in the, the Pope, 1500s dang Let's right. split Pope it knows. They're in Nova yeah. Scotia time <laughs>
2: Oh my god. Uh, you know what is in the future of the Seahawks is Geno Smith time. That's it's gonna be Geno Smith time for the next Gino few years. Geno Time. Geno time. It's magic I, time.
1: I feel like I'm watching the Carlito's <laughs> Way. It's magic time. So uh, yeah, I mean I think that they the show is completely off the rails and it's completely my fault. I apologize. But uh yeah, and Gino, you know, they have the decision to make. What are they gonna do with him this offseason? Right. The easy easy thing to do would be franchise tag him, right? So all that right. money's because you got playing cap space. Franchise tag him, boom, draft quarterback. Um, but the issue is he's just as you mentioned, he's you know seven or eight years, but he's still young. Just turned 32. Quarterbacks nowadays, especially one who hasn't taken a a bruising on his body for seven years, could play right. until exactly. he's 38. I mean, you could see. Diesel. Gino's Geno's not the problem, as you said. He could be a starter for three or four years and the offense be really good. Then you don't have to draft. But then what do you, what is the decision this offseason? Because do you just franchise sack him? Do you try to sign him to a franchise? How much money is that franchise or not the franchise, but how much money is that yearly contract? Do you sign him for $30 million a year or more? Because the going rate for a top end quarterback is more than that and will be more than that. And if I'm Gino's agent, I'm thinking, okay, well 30 million, you want franchise 30 million. Great. You know, but if we're talking three or four years down the road, I kind of want a higher higher number because, you know, that quarterback number is going to be 40 million or more. Oh, yeah. Three or four years down the road. So does the the only drawback to Gino is he has fumbled. He's had, what, seven turnovers in the last four games. Right. Again, and, and I want to get hey, what you think about this. Yes, Gino's is turning the ball over more. He also probably is thinking I'm not going to have the ball that much. I'm having to force the ball in a little bit more than I used to.
2: Yeah, he said himself that if he feels he's playing too aggressively, but <laughs> you know He said that
1: before I, the last game. Then he didn't have any turnovers, but he really should have had a pick six cuz that Yeah. That roughing the passer. That roughing the passer. Yes.
2: Like, yeah, I was as a Seahawks fan and you just said the same thing. It's like that was a terrible that was a terrible call. I, I think they got like confused. I think
1: they thought Joey Bosa was DK Metcalf, and they're like, oh, that's a penalty.
2: <laughs> I think so. Yeah, it, how that was a penalty is is absolutely insane. And then I don't remember which game it was, but there was another game later on where they, <laughs> that they didn't call. I think it was just last night's game where the defensive lineman quarterback threw the ball. The defensive lineman literally took three steps, not only – didn't stop his momentum, but he threw the quarterback to the ground. Three steps and threw him to the ground, and they didn't call it. it's like,
1: mm. well, your guy get Tua getting hit yeah. earlier this season. If that had been, yeah, I mean that those were calls that should have been made. Yeah, it's just so that's, that's the just problem with the officiating, right? Is it's like, oh, okay, this one's called, but this one's not. But it's the same play or worse.
2: Right. Exactly. It's so inconsistent. I, just is there some reason? Is there some reason they can't just say, "Okay, stop selling insurance, and we want you to spend 60 hours a week practicing, watching game film all the rest of it. This is all you're going to do." You know, it's not like they're not making billions yeah. and billions the Amazon contract to show mostly trash games because that's what they gave them on the Thursday nights, not all of them, obviously, but that's a billion dollar contract. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, Come on, man. Yeah, like, And, no. you know,
1: the officials would be like, and they would be better off for it. And they would also be like, oh, you want me to quit this other job I have to be a full-time official?
2: Yeah, yeah. I'll do that in a second. Exactly. And then we're not saying they don't get paid well. I, I would take that salary. But.
1: I mean, it's less than what I, I mean. When you make $2 billion a year, you know, I don't yeah, want to say.
2: Exactly. You
1: know, Elon makes less than I do. No. <laughs> I
2: Quite true. Quite true. And he's about to make much, much less. So Yeah.
1: He asked yeah, me to buy Twitter, and I was like, I don't like to do charity, you know, kind of stuff. So.
2: <laughs> are you better off now than you were five years ago, and yeah, or five weeks ago, as far as Twitter goes? And he's it, released an interesting statement, something along the lines of, I am the only one who can fix this. Is like <laughs> Of
1: course you are. You're the only one that's created the mess. Why not yeah. fix it? You when can just talks, dissolve the whole thing.
2: I'm picturing he's, he's using the term fixing like neutering, like you get your dog fixed. Yeah. I think that's basically what he, the fixing he's thinking of, because what a moron. Anyway, yeah, if the Seahawks can somehow figure out how to stop the run, not that that makes a big difference in this next game, but in general. It
1: could. It could. It, it
2: could well, I mean, you know, if any team, if you let them run for 200 yards, They're going to be on the field for a long, long time, and that's and just like you said, that's taking away opportunities from your quarterback. And I still don't understand why they ran the ball as little as they did, because they were in the game.
1: I think they gave up because they did the same thing in week two, right? They gave up way too, and they were, and I think they. They went into this game thinking we need to do blah, blah, blah. And then the run wasn't doing great early, though they didn't give it a chance. And then when it wasn't yeah. working early, they were like, OK, well, we know it's going to not going to work based on week two, which is not good coaching, not good direction.
2: No. Like, it, it, it just didn't make any sense. So anyway, hopefully in a
1: Quadri Diggs had, had that interception. Right. And they yeah. hadn't had that fumble. I, I still think the 49ers win the game because they are the better team. Right. But the game changes. 7 to 3 before. Yeah. I mean they were in the game. Anything could happen. I mean, this is a very, as we mentioned before the game, it was like, that's a very Seahawks kind of game. You know, the, nobody expects them to win. They shouldn't win. Oh, and they win by four touchdowns. It's, I mean, but right. it was shaping up to be that kind of game. It's not like and, the Toronto Argonauts versus and, the and, Rough and Riders. How,
2: and how. <laughs> <laughs> and how they can forget... No idea where that came from. <laughs> uh, uh, Toronto. How they can forget that George <laughs> Kittle you. exists is beyond me. It's like, they've seen this guy before. It's like, how do you Wait, forget... Wait, who's
1: George George Kittle? Who's that? Yeah,
2: I don't know. I, I think he had a TV show. With, like, more a do you pandemic. mean
1: George Bernard Shaw We changed subjects? I don't know who Kittle is.
2: Pretty bizarre. Pretty bizarre. And I'm not I'm not saying Diggs... That that was Diggs's assignment. Typically wouldn't be. But Diggs was way out of position way out of position in both of those incredibly wide open touchdowns that Kittle had.
1: I I didn't see the same game. I thought Kittle was well covered as well as the other tight end who had the 60,000 yard. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, you know, that one, the problem was, and I'm, I'm always making a joke, but that on that one catch with the other tight end, yeah. Kittle and the other tight end were running side by side wide open. Yeah. What, The hell happened. (laughs) It's like cover one of them.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't know what the heck happened there on either of those plays. And the Seahawks clearly didn't either because they wouldn't have let it happen three times if they did.
1: And that's the problem with the Chiefs. Travis Kelsey. It's like, you know what? Okay, here's the game plan. Defensive game plan. Stop the run. Don't cover that Kelsey guy. He can't catch. We've got the game covered. It's kind of like, oh, 49ers. Exactly. We're going to have a few plays off. That Kittle guy, he cannot catch. Just yeah. don't even worry about him. I think Kelsey's going to go for like 150 yards against the Seahawks.
2: Probably. Uh, why wouldn't they?
1: Yeah, I agree.
2: You know, that's... Uh, you know, the thing is, and I actually am, am picking the Seahawks to win this game. Not so much because I think the Seahawks are going to bounce back and the Chiefs will be lured into a sense of sleep because they won't be after that Texans game because they'll realize they're like, oh, my God, we can't go on autopilot. Against or the anybody. Broncos game. You know, and they want to, <laughs> yeah, and they want to Because catch of the Broncos right came back now. against them. Man. Exactly. And they're trying to catch the Bills. So this is a big game for the Chiefs for sure. But just the way the season has gone, I mean, we've seen so many just absolutely insane upsets. The, the Seahawks beating the Chiefs it's insane, yeah. on the road in the coldest weather they've ever been in. Uh, not those individual players, maybe, but a lot of them probably would be true. Like, But, you know, it's like the, the Chiefs are going to play in the same. You know, when people bring up weather, it's like, yeah, OK, but they're not playing in 70 degree weather on the other side of the field. You know, they're in the same environment. Right. The weather sucks for both teams. But I wouldn't be a bit surprised. This, where would this rank in upsets of the season so far? Like 53rd? There've been so many insane yeah. upsets this season. It wouldn't be that huge an upset. I don't know what the line is. I'm guessing it's probably 7 or 8
1: or more, yeah. But you're right about you know. Seattle. It doesn't the difference is it doesn't get that cold that it does in Kansas City. It gets more drizzly, yeah. but to me for the Seahawks that makes it doesn't make it easier necessarily, but it's like okay, it's dry and
2: cold. Yeah. Fine. Exactly. You know, it's – and these guys have played –
1: Tim Walker played at Michigan State. It's not like he's used to warm weather.
2: Geno played at West Virginia and New York. I mean, you know, it's like these guys – the weather's not an issue. Mm -hmm. Not not an issue for them any more than it is for the Chiefs, for sure. Uh, Their run defense, that's the issue. If they can figure that out – and granted, the Chiefs aren't noted for their rushing attack, but – who was <laughs> like exactly, Of the teams yeah. when they've given up almost 300 yards? Is like, I
1: think a somehow comes up with 160 yards in this game.
2: Oh, God. If they can at least halfway contain the run and maybe actually have someone pay attention to that guy named Kelsey, like they, they, he's an occasional target. You might like look at him. <laughs> then they then they've got a shot.
1: Three plays off, they can't they can't afford the blown plays. If they take three plays off yeah. against Kelsey, which is what they did against Kittle, yeah, and make that's, plays. That's all you need. That's all the Chiefs need. You know? Yeah, they need them. Well, they need to, like if somebody throws the ball, them,
2: hits Diggs in the hand, Diggs right, has to catch it exactly. Which because he know and he normally would. That's what was freaky about it, right? He, he normally makes
1: those plays. Because he did. does
2: fumble year. because he never fumbles and he fumbled. I mean, those were critical mistakes. Yeah, but this had that
1: interception that he should have had against the Broncos in week one when we hit him right in the hands. Yeah. So this year it's almost yeah. like he's playing like he's still hurt a little bit.
2: Or he's channeling his partner, Mr. Adams, who's noted for That's having right. manos de piedra. Yeah, he's uh, Adams
1: was like, You know, you're great, you have five interceptions the last two seasons. Hold on a second though. This is how you actually do it. And then it's like <laughs> oh, okay. So the hands go the opposite way. Okay.
2: <laughs> exactly you turn your hands up so that so the backs of your hands are hitting each other when you try to catch that's right. the ball It's like if you
1: can't if you can't use the back of your hands just use your helmet hit, have it hit you right in the face mask that's the
2: That uh, can that that helps too obviously oh my goodness uh, all, all that being said i can't wait to get him back next season because i think that's going to make a, a nice difference for this defense i not necessarily size i agree
1: for the first nice three games game. they'll be phenomenal
2: People keep, people keep on talking about, oh, man, he was terrible last year. And it's like, yeah, but how was he the first season? It's like that never happened. It was like, yeah. come on, man. <laughs> they just it's, didn't use him correctly.
1: It's interesting you mentioned Ryan Neal because uh, the, their pro football focus has a list of, statistically speaking, the top 20 um, passer rating against. Defensive backs in the NFL this year so far, uh, tra- uh, Tariq Woolen is like number six or five or something like that. Brian mm-hmm. nelsen were nineteen
2: in the not league. Surprised. Not surprised. He's been playing that's, great. He has. And, he's not and, the and, issue. And, and, you know. That's no, no. He's definitely not the issue. Like I said, and if Adams, right, Adams is not great against the pass, but he's been getting better. He's definitely good. If the, as you
1: a, he had hands.
2: Blitzer. You know, it's like if they had those three guys' safeties, like that changes so much, changes so much for this team. I really do think that's going to be a big, a nice, nice thing. And then if they get a pass rusher.
1: Or two or three.
2: Well, at least one next season.
1: Well, oh, I was thinking in the draft.
2: Cause in I the like, draft, that's yeah, what that's I'm what I'm talking play. about. In the draft. Well, I'm thinking, I'm hoping they either get a pass rusher. With their first pick or a run
1: kicker, spot.
2: kicker first. Kicker. Go I
1: always go kicker. Jason Myers is a free agent. You got to go kicker.
2: Yeah, he's he's garbage for sure.
1: He's good, but you just can't overpay for a kicker. You got to draft kicker high in the first round.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're hoping that Denver loses out, so we can get that number two pick back.
1: You gotta pick, uh, period. Kicker. You gotta get who who scores the most points on your team
2: kicker if you're there you you're, go Boom. unless you're stupid and let your quarterback go crazy like those idiots in but Kansas you, City.
1: okay you score a touchdown who kicks the extra point when your team's in need if you're say dk metcalf's created another penalty who kicks that 56 yard <sighs> field goal?
2: dk come on dk
1: it's not dk it's jason myers dk doesn't kick field goals
2: he should they he should. needs. to they should be punished. Can, <laughs> exactly. How many times Go has like, How control. many times has he has has Jason Myers had to make a a kick from 15 yards further back? Twice you that gotta, I know, I'm sure of offhand.
1: You gotta see Jason Myers on the on the. He's like, okay, I got a 41 yarder, and then DK gets yeah. that penalty, and Jason Myers <laughs> just kind of silently says to himself, "Motherfucker." <laughs> well,
2: that's what I was joking. Jo- joking before is like he's paying DK like under the table because it's going to boost his contract and it's like you know like hey man i'm kicking 50 yarders it's like help me out dk help me out it's like you guys are giving me chip shots it's like push it back let me show my leg (laughs) it's like okay you got it because
1: jason myers and michael dixon have to be like we're doing our jobs
2: yeah yeah for sure and when i say dk has to stop that he has to stop about half of it because half of it isn't happening and he's getting called
1: he needs thats true but he needs to be aware that that probably that penalty is going against him
2: yeah for sure
1: anyway that's our show uh new uh margot robbie movie out uh this weekend or i think thanks for listening
0: why are you the worst